Island. Kevin's gone dropped the thing again. <laughs> Welcome guys. This week we are gonna be talking about what are we talking about again? Wacky races. Um, all around the world. People, cars, humans, you name it. Um, oh, what's up? Here's Kevin. Martin started without me. We're doing wacky races this week. <laughs> wacky, wacky races. Um, so that'll be a fun one. Yeah. I don't not, know. The, not the ethnic kind. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. next week. That's part two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, the, just getting somewhere fast. Yeah. A to B. Yeah, yeah. Who can do the quickest? You know, in, inspired by the old uh, Hanna-Barbera show, Wacky Races. Yeah, I never actually watched that. Uh, you would have watched a bit. Uh, maybe, so, like, I know of, is it something dastardly? Dick Dastardly, Dick yeah. Because he was also Cash the Pigeon. Yeah. He was, uh, you know, moonlighting on, yeah. <laughs> on Wacky Races. Mm. Who do they have in that? There's the caveman guys. There's the mobster guys. There's a dog. Muttley went with Dick Dastardly. Oh, yeah. He's the sniggering hound. Yeah. Does he Does he speak words? Um, I think he just goes, <laughs> yeah. Or he sort of giggles and ah, he makes himself understood. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so one of the first things I looked up was there's actually people who do wacky racist style racing. Yeah. Or in, somewhere in England, Sussex, I think. Is like, it, go on. The boxcar racing ones? or No, I don't know. They look like they're just in replicas of the cars and maybe they're not actually racing they're just parading around yeah yeah and they're impractically sized cars yeah they look pretty good <laughs> yeah. and they actually have motors and everything like yeah, that. yeah 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 they're bombing around sussex do you think they could get copyright infringed mm. disney come out <laughs> yeah or is hannah barbera are they disney i have no idea if it was disney, disney own a lot of things so i could imagine that they know almost everything now yeah disopoly they, uh, do they own Fox or am I making They own that? Fox. Yeah. They own Marvel. They own LucasArts. Mm. Yeah, they don't they, own Fox News though, do they? Or is it the whole Fox? I don't know if they just bought all the IPs off them. Mm. Or they... I don't know. Maybe they I don't have the news. Walt Disney is still alive. Oh, you reckon he's uh, cryogenically frozen? Well, maybe he was on Frozen recently, but he's trying to keep a low profile. He, <laughs> they woke him up so he could buy Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> it's an important needed, deal. They needed him for that deal. Um, yeah, would you get cryogenically, cryogenically frozen? I don't know. It would depend on the conditions, like how likely it is to work, how much it costs, uh, um, when they're gonna like. When would you? When would you want to be woken up? I'd want to be woken up once every hundred years, and I'd be up for maybe a week, see if <laughs> I like it, and I'll go back in. <laughs> and what age would you freeze yourself at? Now, right now, right, and I come back in hundred years. I do a week, and I just have loads of weeks over the whole. It'll be so overwhelming that every single week would be like a nightmare. Right. Well, maybe I'll do a month. A month. Yeah. Get used to it. And then I check on my descendants, all that. But what if the world blows up in fifty years? Well, you know, it's a risk I'm taking. All that, Andy. You just froze yourself. I I guess whenever I wake up, I'll check how likely it is we're going to explode and. Yeah. Maybe fifty years even. Get some cryo insurance if they predict uh, an impending world explosion they'll mm. unfreeze you five years before yeah <laughs> oh very specific instructions yeah uh this would have been better last week what <laughs> talking about this oh, yeah. <laughs> um actually what what would be better maybe is i unfroze every year 
For how long? Until you die. For, no, for how long every Oh, sorry, year? like a week. Okay, a week every year. And then it's like coming home for Christmas, you know? It's like, wait, you gotta see <laughs> yeah. everyone. Yeah. yeah. Just outlive your whole family, though. <laughs> You'd be like celebrating Christmas with your great, great, great grandkids. Yeah, unless I went into some problems with constantly refreezing myself. Yeah. Your time would go 52 times slower. That's right, yeah. <laughs> You'd age for relative so to other people. In 52 weeks, I'd age a year or something, right? Yeah, so 52 years, you'd age a year. <laughs> Let me do my birthday. <laughs> that'd be a big, that'd be yeah. a big one. <laughs> you could do, yeah, you could do the holidays. <laughs> yeah, only come back for the holidays. That would be so expensive, though, unfreezing. <laughs> freezing every yeah, time. you'd want to be quite rich. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast about, there was like a, the early adopters of cryogenic freezing. Mm. There was like a society, and they started freezing people, but they had no money. So they started just like doubling people up in their tanks. Yeah. At one point they had four people in one tank. Mm. And then like it was in the it was in Texas or something. Jesus. And then like the motor broke and they warmed up. And they're like, ooh, just got a bunch of human soup in there. <laughs> oh shit, they died, did they? Oh uh, yeah. Oh, they were dead when they froze them. Oh, so were they planning on bringing them back? I think the or? idea is you get frozen right after you die. Okay. In the hopes that Medicines advance to the point someday where they can just uh, okay. wake you up, <laughs> yeah, um, and fix whatever was wrong with you. Right. Uh, there were so. strawberry shortcake Ben and Jerry's when you leave it out of the freezer for a while. <laughs> yeah, what it looked like. I think so. One of them was a little girl as well. Just uh, uh, yeah. That um, reminds me of that time you were talking about the great syrup uh, explosion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a bit of the best bits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the molasses. It's <laughs> that genre. Um, yeah, if you're wondering what that is, it's back in Episode disasters, disasters or something. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we digress anyway. We're not certainly not racing to the end of this episode. What do you think about an eating contest that's geared around distance? It's also, I guess, so you're basically eating a 100-meter hot dog. That's what I was picturing hot dogs when you said eating contest based on distance. Mm. I guess that's <laughs> the exact same, but it's a different skill because the hot dog is... Down on the on the floor, it's a clean floor, mm-hmm. but you kind of have to use your arms and legs to crawl along and be eating the hundred meters of hot dog. Right. I was imagining, like, I was running with my mouth open, <laughs> and the hot dog's going it's not in. Not even chewing. Oh, oh. That's probably how you get really good. Deep, deep throating one hundred meter hot dog. <laughs> your stomach just bulges. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I guess you could call it competitive eating a race. I, I found a few races that were like the Krispy Kreme race. Yeah, the Krispy Kreme race were, what is it? It's you, it's a two and a half mile run to the donut shop. Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> so have to run to the donut shop first. Yeah. I suppose that's better than running afterwards. Oh, well, then you have to eat 12 donuts at Krispy Kreme and yeah. run two and a half miles back. <laughs> Who do you think came up with the idea for that race? Uh, I bet it's probably Krispy Kreme. Probably Krispy Kreme. I reckon it might be Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Yeah, there was a, I think there's a hot dog race in, I think, New York, where you have to run around the park, and every hot dog stand there is, you have to stop and get a hot dog. Every hot dog stand? Yeah, it's like a 5k or something, there's yeah. 12, 12 hot dog stands in. That's a lot. Yeah. Have you ever tried to run on a full stomach? Mm, yeah. It's, it's not pleasant. It's not nice. I was, uh, when I tried out for the basketball team at college, in like my first week there, mm-hmm. it was obviously because you're in college and it's your first time cooking for yourself and everything, really, yeah. um, you make way too much pasta. Oh yeah. So I had a massive thing of pasta, tuna, mayonnaise, pasta, corn, onions, mm-hmm. huge portion. And then I was like, right, I've got to go try it for the basketball team now. And I went there and literally like 30 minutes in, I was just like, 
I can't do this. I had to run outside and throw up in a bin. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> that so. Couldn't have done well for no, your performance. No. Did you didn't, make the team? Didn't make the team. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a shame, because you could dunk as well. Well, not, not anymore. <laughs> Back in those days, maybe. Oh, man. Yeah, portion control is tricky. Because, mm. like, when you're at home and your parents are feeding you, mm. you're just you're getting what you get, you're given, you know? Yeah. Um, but when you're cooking for yourself, you're like, I got as much as I want. <laughs> exactly. And you way, yeah. and you have way too much food then, and then you get sick during basketball. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. This is the best of us. Yeah. Um, speed eating. Speeding. That's, that's just a generally fun thing to watch on YouTube. Yeah, what's your man, uh, Kobayashi? Kobayashi is good he, Is he like the world champ at hot dogs or something? I think so. Although I keep reading, I see like headlines <laughs> sometimes where it's like... <coughs> Because I think the, is it on July 4th, the hot dog eating contest? Oh, I don't know. There's probably, I didn't think there was one big one. I feel like it's a, it's a big July 4th thing. Yeah, it's quite American, isn't it? Um, eating competition is very American. Yeah. <laughs> but I see, I saw like someone else won it recently, but I don't know if they, if anyone's actually beaten Kobayashi's. And he, he's not even fat. No. He's a little Asian guy. It's the same as that guy, Matt Stoney on YouTube. Oh, really, yeah. really skinny. You're a fan of this sport. Yeah. <laughs> Good fun. Yeah, I was yeah. like, 80 chicken nuggets in 40 minutes. Is, yeah. <laughs> Is there a video of that anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> For the Patreons. Of yeah. <laughs> what else can you do? I had 10 cheeseburgers in 10 minutes. That's pretty good. From McDonald's. A burger a minute. Yeah. Well, have you ever tried the banana thing where the world record for bananas in a minute is like seven or something? Really? <coughs> Sounds really seven. doable. Yeah, but I feel like that'll be a lot as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing. It gums you right up. And mm. If you have too much potassium, you die. Exactly. Yeah. <coughs> you have to eat a lot of bananas for that to happen, though. Yeah. Yeah. Probably more than you'd be physically able to. <laughs> yeah, you'd die from like being full. Yeah. Is there a word for that? That type of death? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's like death by descended stomach or something. Mm. Ruptured stomach. Do you remember that Monty Python thing? Was it? Yeah, the big the meaning of life. The yeah. big fat guy in the restaurant. Explodes, yeah, because <laughs> he gives him. He has one more wafer tin mint. Mint, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> we, A classic bit. Yes, we digress. We I hear Kobayashi's secret being able to win all the food races is he can. His stomach is like a little trash compactor, mm. which is an early original name. For name. This, <laughs> original name for this podcast. <laughs> But yeah, he can squish the hot dogs into little meat blocks. I he guess. has like karate abs. Something like that, yeah. He can just chew with his stomach. <coughs> uh, do you ever see him race the bear? Yeah, I saw that. There was a show called, I think it was called Man vs. Animals. <laughs> and it was brilliant. They just, they'd have humans competing against animals, but they have Kobayashi trying to beat a bear at eating hot dogs. Mm. And the commentators are like, Kobayashi's a great eater. But his opponent is a bear. <laughs> like the only way he can win now is that the bear do- the bear doesn't know it's in a competition. <laughs> yeah, that's the it doesn't win. In, he doesn't win in the end, right? No, the bear, bear destroys him. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking bear. What was the other one? They get like fifty midgets to drag a plane across. That's right. Yeah, fifty midgets like dragging a plane versus, versus ten elephants or yeah, something. Yeah. They ha- oh the, another thing they do with midgets, which I'm not sure is the correct term, but. That uh, little, small roll people, little, small, people. little people. Yeah, they have them have a relay race against the camel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if that's not a that's, wacky race, surely the camel would destroy. Uh, I kind of forget what happens. I think they might win that one actually. Are they pulling like a 
chariot kind I of think thing? The camels might be pulling something and they're just running. Okay. They, they try and balance them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's a wacky race for sure. That is a wacky race. How about danger races? I feel like I've mentioned this before, but basically everyone is going to exert more effort and energy when they're being chased by a dangerous animal. Right. So you just get... Like, I feel like if I had a rabid dog chasing me, mm-hmm. I would beat my, like, 100-meter record, whatever I could do, by, like, 20%. Yeah, because you, your adrenaline would kick in then, wouldn't it? Yeah, so we should... Similar to, like, some people are like, oh, yeah, I want to see all athletes be able to take performance-enhancing drugs. Oh, yeah, like I say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about using just animals? And performance enhancing drug. <laughs> a performance enhancing drug and a performance enhancing animal. Yeah. <laughs> All roided up. All the, roided the up. Olympics. Well, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What if the animal gets you, though? So, that's the tricky part. <laughs> you probably have better an insurance not lose. policy. Yeah, like, yeah, better not lose. That's the whole thing. So, if you're going to race, you're going to really know that you're good, that you're good enough to do it. What it'll, filter, we, it'll filter out the best of the best. Well, we just had like a guy in a furry suit chase you. <laughs> yeah, that, that works even better than a, yeah, 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 a roided yeah. up furry hound. Um, but that's the thing, if you're, just, you're able to act as your adrenaline then, because it's a dog. But yeah. isn't the top athletes, can they just do that? Can they just like turn it on? I guess like there's some, there's there's definitely a huge mental game when it comes to like the top level of Mm. you know the Olympics and stuff like that yeah. I'd say there is like they call it a state of flow which is where you're so focused that any like narrative based thoughts that you have don't exist you're just literally like in the moment like l- the only thing that's going on is your heart beating and like you're ready to run yeah like me like you yeah <laughs> play Mario Maker yeah 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 um, yeah I've heard of the state of flow they talk about creative flow as well mm. they just write yeah but yeah I suppose they do something like that um, races, huh? Races. Um, Do you know what the longest foot race in the world is? Is it the 3,100 mile race? Yeah, the self-transcendence 3,100 <laughs> yeah. mile race. This is hilarious. <laughs> what is it? How many days is it? Uh, oh, 50 days or something. Might be 52 days. And you have to run... 60 miles a day or something. You have to do... Well, you just have to run 3,100 yeah. miles oh, by the then, end of yeah, it. Yeah, that makes sense. Or maybe... And, but where they're running is just around this one block in Queens. Mm. It's like 882 metres circumference. And you're just doing the same thing over and over again. That would just... I feel like... Nuts. Yeah, not only would you have to have insane endurance, mm-hmm. but, like, you'd go insane. Yeah. 52 days. It's a real mental challenge. Here. Yeah. Like, that, this is... Uh, you ultra running, you know, ultra marathons. Mm. They're like regular marathons, but blown up. Like they go over a few days, sort of thing. Yeah. And this is apparently the longest one in the world, and it's called the self transcendent race because you're supposed to, if you do this race, you'll push past your previous capacity. Mm. You'll transcend. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's a fair thing to say if it's the longest foot race in the world. It's true. It's but it's so underwhelming that it's just around this one block. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even like a racetrack. It's just like a block in Queens and New York. So they must have to close that whole block off for the. Maybe they just run day. on the footpath on one side. They don't really get in the Maybe way. Not at sixty miles a day. You'd want to be keeping a good pace. How much, <laughs> they must sleep like six hours at least. You must get six hours. I of think sleep. there's only certain hours where you're allowed to run from like mm. morning until midnight or something like that. Okay. And then they're they're like, no, you have to go to sleep now. You're mad, that. <laughs> yeah. And like they must eat, just like sticks of butter or whatever, mm-hmm. like 
den- calorie dense food. Uh, yeah, must be something like that. I think they probably take a rest day. Hmm. Like, like oh, it's the week there. I'll have a little rest. No, yeah. if you're ahead of time or something. Yeah, you leave one day for a big nap. Yeah, <laughs> big nap, big old food. <laughs> big old nap. Imagine you overslept for fifty days. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't. It'd be so unlikely you'd get back up again, though. I guess. Yeah. You're like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> great sleep. <laughs> Do you ever watch that uh, documentary on Netflix? I think it's called the Berkeley Miles or yeah, the, the Berkeley, Berkeley Marathon. Yeah, yeah. So that is a. It's a hundred mile race, and it's like five loops mm-hmm. over. Uh, it's over these kind of mountainous, not mountainous, really hilly kind of region in Tennessee. And uh, the total elevation that you do over the 100, uh, 100 miles is 16.5 kilometers. Yeah. So that's how, like, you're walking up that. Um, and you have to do it in 60 hours. Yeah, it's, it's intense. Very it's, intense. Uh, it really is just, like, in the sort of mountains. Yeah, It's yeah. in the wilderness. And the, um, so to enter it, you have to write in an essay on why you should be let in and pay a $1.60 fee. <laughs> and if you're accepted, if they read your essay and they like it, so they'll only accept 40 people mm-hmm. every year. They like it, they'll give you a letter of condolences. <laughs> um, They've yeah. got a real gallows sense of humor. Yeah, about yeah. It. And if you've completed the marathon before, then you also have to pay a fee of a box of Camel cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Because the guy who, uh, the director of the race, smokes camels, and he's, like, done this before. Isn't that that that's how he, he starts the race as well? He likes, he likes a cigarette. cigarette. Yeah. Um, um, don't they have to bring him license plates as well or something? License plates if you're a new joiner, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like all the ceremonies they have It's about. very good. And so <laughs> you get given a new bib. It's a 20-mile loop, and you get given a new bib every 20 miles you do. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has a number on it. And the whole point, the whole way that you prove that you went to the different uh, checkpoints is to tear out... There's books laid around, and you have to tear out the page number that corresponds with your bib. Um, so that's how they figured out that there was this guy who... He did it in, like, 60 hours and 6 seconds. Yeah. So that's over the time limit. If you don't do it in 60 hours, you don't get a record. But mm. he was kind of going around being like, well, I did it in 60 hours and 6 seconds, and then... The director found out that he hadn't t- torn two pages out of this uh, the last like two books, so he took a two-mile shortcut. Huh. And uh, he was like, yeah, your time is meaningless now. <laughs> though, like, to be fair to him, that's still really impressive, you know? Yeah. But, um, um, yeah, they have to kind of keep the... Keep it elite. The, the credibility of the race together. That's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah. Um, you know what I like? They, uh, every year they let someone in they know can't do it. Mm. The, <laughs> well, human the human sacrifice. Yeah. That's who gets the... The bib that has number one on it. Yeah. Um, that would get in your head, wouldn't it? Just being deemed like, yeah, you're the one who's uh, least likely to do it. I was watching the documentary and they had the human sacrifice there and he's like, I'm pretty confident. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they just think they can do it. They have no idea. How, how long did he last? Oh, he was like, out pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. First day for sure. Probably yeah. the first afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, sure, buddy. <laughs> and apparently uh, when, you, when you're walking back to the finish line, if you give up, they play some song on a bugle. Yeah, yeah. As you're walking back, yeah. <laughs> Whenever anyone quits, they play the bugle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that sounds like an insane one. Like, the 3100 one is a special kind of insane, but that sounds like a real endurance. I, I could see myself test. doing the Berkeley Marathon sooner than I do the 3100 walk around the block in New York one. Yeah. First of all, it doesn't take as long. Mm. It's like three days, ground. Mm. But think about, so if it's 16 and a half kilometers elevation, mm-hmm. that's, and you need to do that in 60 hours, you're talking like 
maybe two or three kilometers of elevation an hour. You're walking two, three kilometers vertically up. Yeah, like I obviously wouldn't be able to actually do. Oh, it. absolutely. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> you know, it just sounds like only the fittest people could do that. Whereas three thousand one hundred miles in how many days is that? I guess I wonder if you could just walk that. Yeah, if you stuck to it. What was it? Sixty miles a day, and you have eighteen hours. You could do like you. You'd have to jog it, maybe. But yeah, I guess that's the point of it. It's just a, it, it's that. really more of a mental challenge. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell people I've done that now. Yeah, just like I you tell people you can jump, you can dunk. I can dunk, and that I can throw. Well, I can dunk. <laughs> I have dunked. I have dunked. That's okay. <laughs> I am Martin. I have dunked. Just give them a card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did they make you run much in basketball? Yeah, we had to do these things called suicides. Suicides. Where, uh, yeah. Coach Carters. You, you run. Yeah. So there's four quarter lines along the. Uh, the court and you have to run to the first one and back second one back third one back fourth one back mm. and if you're the last one you have to do stairs which was just like a set of 20 stairs and you've got to do like two laps up and down like really fast like twinkle toes oh that's terrible because you're obviously the most like really tired and the slowest oh but the, you, you'd actually see like when we were doing training like twice a week mm -hmm. you'd see uh the, an improvement in the people who were like coming last like other people would start coming last and then it would like just raise pushes everyone's up yeah nice nice that's what's good about races, is it? It pushes everyone. Elevates people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you know what's a bit of a sort of a reverse race? It's, it's a, do you ever do the beep test? Uh, I've heard of it. What is that again? So though? like, it's, it's like, like a, a fitness reflex. test. Oh, okay. And so you line up and we do it in the hall and PE and you line up and a beep goes and you have to run across the other side of the room before the beep goes again. Okay. And the beeps, it starts out nice and easy. You're sauntering over there. And then the beefs get more free, more and more frequent mm. until you're eliminated. Right. The last one in the race that wins, then. Okay. Sort of a backwards race. Yeah. Uh, That's like when you're playing Need for Speed and everyone who's last in the, the lap get eliminated. Yeah. I've never played Need for Speed. Great game. I have no Need for Speed. <laughs> no. Yeah, because <laughs> you're shit at Mario Kart. Uh, great at Crash Team Racing, bro. So am I, though. No, you're not. <laughs> no, I'll get good, though. Yeah, we'll see. Give me a month. Um, I'm the Drift King. No, I'm Drift King is a Mario Kart specific title. Well, I'm still the Drift King in Mario Kart. You can't drift like me. That's not true. <laughs> There's a jungle marathon in the Amazon, which oh, is oh no, it's basically a, it's a seven day, one hundred and thirty seven mile hike through the Amazon. It's not really a speed race at all. You're basically just kind of like hiking through the Amazon mm -hmm. but there's a park called Jaguar Alley Oh, and uh, <laughs> that's full of Jaguars <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's a place where sometimes they have to end up sleeping and they have to hire armed guards in case like a Jaguar actually comes and kills them but I feel like that kind of eliminates the the fun of it yeah I mean really they probably just shouldn't have it on in the jungle at all if you need to hire bring in armed exactly. guards exactly probably like shouldn't be an having extra a cost there. that you don't have to incur if you had it in a normal place but anyway, the most common attacks uh, result from uh, massive wasp stings. One runner apparently got stung 18 times and there was like welts all over his body. There's uh, supersized ants and venomous scorpions. Supersized ants? Yeah. How big are we talking? I'd say, uh, I didn't get a picture, but I'm imagining like as big as the palm of your hand. Oh. 
Well, that's pretty Is big. that less than you? A lot less than I was more? thinking. Are you thinking like dog oh, size? Yeah, I was thinking more cow size. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what's going on there? <laughs> and they can lift like 200 times their body weight. Yeah, yeah. Just uproot trees. <laughs> throw them at you. <laughs> um, but if you try running from the wasps and all the creepy crawlies and stuff, you try running up a tree, mm-hmm. the tree can easily poison you. And uh, you just go numb all over your body, which and when I was reading this, I was like, actually, that would probably be nice if you'd been stung by a wasp uh, a lot of times, straight into the tree, just a numbing tree, sort of, yeah, would it also kill you then, though, probably, yeah, <laughs> or, but at least it would be a nice death. You wouldn't hear the wasp, feel the wasp stinging yeah. you there. <laughs> There's apparently a wasp in this Japanese forest, a breed of wasp, mm-hmm. that when it stings someone, it has this like necrosis inducing uh, venom and it causes the flesh to rot and give off this really strong smell well not strong but the wasps can smell it from like a mile away they track you down yeah damn wasps imagine that wasps are nothing but trouble I know you know they're never good they don't even pollinate flowers like bees do they just sting things they just sting things they can can multi-sting their nests are so ugly too ugly nests we're shitting on wasps yeah this is an anti-wasp podcast podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't WASP stand for something as well? Worried about spending pounds. 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 pennies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why they're so irritable. Yeah, they're really tight. Um, Tight-fisted wasps. Yeah. Um, so we should we elaborate more on the uh, animal races category? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do that. Um, oh, did you hear the one about uh, the horse race? Uh, which one? <laughs> oh, there's, the one I read was... Uh, the marathon. It was... I can't remember if it was a marathon. Wait, what distance was it? Because there's been a fair few that Jesse Owens had to race a horse. Jesse Owens. Jesse Owens of uh, like 40s Olympics fame, or maybe it's the 30s. Yeah. Uh, oh, of course. Yeah, he was the one who won it in front of Hitler. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And he's black, so mm. it was a big, big, big win. But uh, yeah. he fell on hard times after that, and he'd done money. Right. And he had to race a horse for money. <laughs> Did he win? I think the horse won. Yeah. It was a short sprint. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's... Uh, the one I read, it was a, a long distance one. It was the marathon. Yeah. you probably know about. There, yeah, yeah. I heard of this one it as was, well. It started from, with an argument between two uh, drunken people in a pub. The boys, yeah. <laughs> having an argument. So one of them was saying that over a significant distance across country, um, man and horse are equal. And the horses, this is in 1980, it was, it, it was born. Yeah, yeah. And the horses kept dominating the race until 2004. <laughs> the uh, horses were really <laughs> bragging. Yeah. <laughs> They're showboating and stuff. Um, and there was a human who won it in 2004. Yeah, yeah. He fucking, he well, he's the, the only horses. one. Oh, in 20 years, he's the only one who did it. Mm. I understand the logic, though, because I saw this thing where they're talking about these Maasai tribes and how they hunt uh, gazelle and stuff like that that are obviously way faster in a sprint mm. but they'll just like out endurance them yeah 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 that's what we were great at back in the day mm. I feel like that's what nice guys do <laughs> yeah as well you know, people in the friend zone they just have they just have the endurance, <laughs> endurance yeah. to continuously one day you'll tire out <laughs> yeah yeah he's waiting until they hit their late 30s <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they eventually collapse of exhaustion <laughs> yeah and the nice guy just sort of look who's there just slots in as the little spoon next to them sounds <laughs> <laughs> so good <laughs> Um, as I pick up artist <laughs> yeah so Jesse Holmes did a horse and um, he did a horse 
Well, he wrote, wrote, raced a horse. And guess who else raced a horse? Mm. Oscar Pistorius. Really? Blade Runner. Before himself. or after shooting? Um, they they agreed to let him out after the murder if he could beat the horse. <laughs> no, this must have Not been... like a great TV show. Just releasing <laughs> criminals. <laughs> a horse. It's a really hard to do task. Yeah. <laughs> but if they can just do it, they... Yeah. <laughs> Crowds of people, popcorn. <laughs> we forgive you. <laughs> um, and he destroyed the horse. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, uh, he had a bit of a head start, and the horse struggled out of the gate. Oh, fair so enough. he managed to destroy the horse, and what I it must have been before the shooting. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's got those uh, springy legs as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got those for, for a horse-specific race. Yeah, we've done the hill cheese roll before. Yes. Honourable mention, but it's where you chuck a nine-pound wheel of cheese down a hill, very steep hill. Usually hurt yourself quite Usually bad. Usually hurt yourself. People go flying down like ragdolls. It's one of the classic races. There's also so there's these zombie marathons that you can sign up for. And, yeah. Um, basically, what it is is you have these these tags kind of thing that you're wearing around your belt, and if the zombies run after you and kind of take your tags. But I feel like it's the same thing as the the danger running. Like if you had a real rabid dog mm-hmm. bounding after you. Yeah, yeah. It's different. That's just like you, uh, you can see the strings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like I feel like. It could get, unless they have pretty good actors chosen for this mm-hmm. there could be some pretty awkward interactions just like oh gotcha <laughs> yeah the girl in the picture I saw I think we may have read the same article yeah she looked alright yeah not that it's scary it's like laughing more than yeah. yeah 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 stop laughing <laughs> you're scared <laughs> yeah they have this um, podcast I think you know, there's something you can get where it plays like zombie noises behind you as you run <laughs> And I think it knows, like, your heart rate or something. Mm. And if you slow down too much, the zombies get closer. catch up. Yeah, you're like, oh, shit. That's actually pretty cool. That's kind of a good way to do it, yeah. uh, short of actual zombies. If you, I'd say if you did that, like, at night in the woods, mm-hmm. that could get you real spooked up. Yeah, it'd be dangerous as well, because mm. it might make you ignorant of a real zombie attack. Exactly. So you're scared <laughs> on two levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In your earphones and in your outphones. <laughs> um, all right. Let's do, let's pretend to do a break now. Yeah. But really just keep going. And now, here they are. The most daredevil group of daddy drivers to ever whirl their wheels in the wacky races. Competing for the title of the world's wackiest racer. The cars are approaching the starting line. First is the Turbo Terrific, driven by Peter Perfect. Rufus, Roughcut, and Sawtooth in the buzz wagon. Maneuvering for position is the Army Surplus Special. Right behind is the Ant Hill Mob in their bulletproof bomb. And there's ingenious inventor, Pat Pending in his converter car. Oh, and here's the lovely Penelope Pitstop, the glamour gal of the gas pedal. Next, we have the Bowlermobile with the Slag Brothers, Rock and Gravel. Lurching along is the creepy coop with a gruesome toothsome. And right on their tail is the Red Max. And there's the Arkansas Chugabug with Luke and Blubber Bear. Sneaking along last is that mean machine with those double-stealing do-batters, Dick Dastardly and his sidekick, Buckley. And even now, they're up to some dirty trick, and they're off to a standing start. And why not? They've been chained to a post by Shifty Dick Dastardly, who shifts into the wrong gear. And away they go on the way out wacky races. Whoa, hey, we've had a break. And we're back. <laughs> um, 
Did you hear of the Bisbee 1000 Ironman Ice Competition? No. So it's basically... Bisbee. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a sprint. It's not really a marathon. You have to run up uh, 125 stairs and then through this tunnel. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole thing is, is that you have to kind of hold these old school tongs, which is holding five kilos of ice. Okay. And you have to carry that around with you as you sprint up the steps. Oh, the finish line. and you have to have ice left at the end. Yeah. Nah, this is no, a, you don't have to have ice. They, yeah. I didn't re- specifically read a rule that said you have to have ice left at the end, which makes me think if you had like, you know, those monk hands where they can heat up their palms and boil water in their palms. No. That's a thing. What? <laughs> I, I, they're like, there's some monks who can heat water up in their hands by focusing so hard. Is this real? Um, they can boil water in their hands? I don't know, man. I didn't fact check it. All right, but, right fair, fair. It's just if cool. you had them... <laughs> if you had them and then you melted the ice down and just sprint up behind them but I think it's such a short distance that I don't know how viable a strategy that is and you're running up the stairs running up the stairs yeah I read a manga once where they did this thing mm. the rule in the manga was they had to have ice left at the top okay and so, was it a small bit of ice um, so they could take as much ice as they wanted ah. this is the thing so if you if you could go fast up the stairs you take a small bit of ice right. fly up there it's like a perfectly even relationship. But if you really were bothered, you get a huge bit of ice, and you would all you'd eventually make it up. You'd have the time mm. if you wanted if you put in the effort. So that's the best strategy. Um, shows you probably if you can run up quick, you probably should just do it quick. Yeah, it won't take as long. But it shows you have in an anime context. I feel like that shows that you have the moxie. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what the point of it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's a that's a its own category of race. That's a separate sport called tower running. Tower running. Yeah, you heard of this? Is that like upstairs? Yeah, it's all upstairs. They do one on the Empire State Building. Oh, I've heard of that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That must really burn your your glutes. Good your God. Your yeah. gams would be on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen uh, those clips where like the marathon runners at the finish line and their legs just give? There's just nothing it's left like, in wah, them. Wah, 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 and they're sort of, yeah. <laughs> they walk like that girl who's in that clip that was faking that seizure for benefits where she walked really slowly. Oh, she was pretending that she had a seizure or something and it yeah. made her... But if she walked backwards, it didn't affect her. That's why, yeah, that was, that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> she was like trying to get it. She sort of got away with it. For a while, but then there was one of those CNN uh, undercover reporters. Yeah, they did call her Caught her walking normal. And she's like, oh! Uh, and then when they see the camera, she's, she's like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just going backwards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was funny. Do you know what's funny as well? Uh, you ever see videos at the end of a race and someone celebrates too early and then yeah. someone goes, Nyaw. That is so satisfying. Scoot by them. There's one clip I'm thinking of where it's the bikes mm-hmm. and he's got both of his hands off the handlebars and it's just like, yes, yeah. and then someone just cuts under him straight away. And there's a good slow-mo of his face then and he's like, Nyaw. <laughs> <laughs> uh You'd think he'd look behind you. Yeah. I've heard there's something about those bike races that it's kind of good manners if someone has been letting you ride their slipstream the whole time you sort of just let them go ahead so if you're in second place yeah because I think it, it, I don't know maybe it's not etiquette is it, is it for, further back in the pack maybe I, I, I read a story about I listened to a story about this in the podcast where there was some guy I don't know whether it was etiquette thing or they actually agreed that Look, you can go behind me. Yeah, you'll come yeah. second, I'll come first. And nice, he yeah. Betra- and he betrayed him at the end. Yeah. I guess you could do, like, if you agreed with someone that you'd constantly, like, swap and then be like, mm-hmm. okay, on the last mile, we just fucking go for it then. And whoever wins, wins. Like, I think in the Tour de France, because they're in teams, they do yeah. swap around who's at the front and all. Yeah. 
don't know. In Formula One as well, because there's two sometimes. I think there's... Anyway, there's multiple cars per team. <laughs> and uh, they can kind of cut people off and stuff like that. And Shake not, and cut, not cut people off, that's very dangerous, but kind of slow down the... Uh, Opponents. They can, like stop them from overtaking and stuff. That kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, like in the Battle of Ricky Bobby. Yeah, that's Sorry. a great movie. <laughs> was it? I wonder if it was. Where he thinks uh, his legs are better and he just stabs himself in the thigh with a fork. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. That's how I turned against Will Ferrell. Since uh, some of his recent movies. Like, he put out that Sherlock Holmes film. Oh, I didn't see that. Just god awful. Oh, yeah, was that with Kevin Hart? No, it's with John C. Riley. Was it called? It's called Holmes and Watson. Mm. And it looks awful. It looks terrible. He's not yeah. funny anymore. Not anymore, yeah. He lost it. Anchorman was great, though. And uh, Anchorman was great at the time. But I wonder if I went back and looked at it again now, if the comedy would have aged well. That's true, yeah. I feel like some of the bits that Brick, remember Steve Carell's character? Mm-hmm. I feel like those would be like, eh, that's not that funny anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was always like the quirky, random, spork. He, oh, he was, ret- he was retarded. Yeah, no, but all or his jokes he, were like... Well, not supposed to say retarded. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Differently <laughs> abled. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, non-neurotypical, I think. Yeah. That's the technical term. <laughs> we are safe. Uh, do you want to hear more animals versus humans? Go on, give me one. All right. Uh, Sean Crawford versus a giraffe and a zebra. Okay. <laughs> so they've gone with... So they were trying to test two bets out at once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've gone for pretty exotic animals as well. Hmm. Um, yeah, the zebra false started, so they cheated. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even know it. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't they put, say, it doesn't say it if you won or not. Uh, the zebra, yeah. yeah. Whoever lost the race is getting put down, <laughs> be it either Sean Crawford mm. or the giraffe or the zebra. And did he beat the giraffe then? It doesn't say. There's a video I haven't watched. <laughs> uh, I hear that zookeepers... Oh, he did get beat by the zebra. Uh, but the zebra cheated. Yeah, the zebra, the zebra yeah, was a cheater. You know, I, I would have thought the giraffe would have had an advantage because it's got that big long neck. Yeah. It can just spear that forward. Uh, yeah, I've seen a video of a giraffe running. They're pretty quick. Yeah. They're like just really tall horses, basically. Yeah, I think I heard some fact that they're more closely related to a dog than a horse. Oh. <laughs> That's like, <laughs> I've never fact checked this and I've brought it up on the podcast like hey, three hey. or four times. This is our specialty. But uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Orcas are closely related to wolves. Oh, I think I did look this up. Yeah. I sometimes listen to them back and look up stuff when I listen <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> Fact check me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that might be true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's give it the dubious seal of approval. Yeah. <laughs> you see, you know, it was a big letdown in the world of animal man competition. Mm. Michael Phelps racing the shark. Yeah, that was. People thought that was real. I, you know what? I thought it was real. Like when I first saw it, I was like, "No way!" Like, I thought they were at surely least... they could do it. They could have like a big glass box for the a glass pane between himself and the shark, and drop like an injured seal down one end mm. for the shark to get. Mm. That's what I was when I first heard about it. That's the setup I imagined. Mm. Uh, but they, they didn't like they just CG the shark. Oh yeah, they could have made him win or lose. Yeah. I feel like the CG costs more than getting a shark to do and all that stuff. Do you know what they say though? Never work with animals or babies or sharks. Sharks yeah. are notoriously difficult to uh, work with. Yeah. Like Jim Lone, Carrey. Lone sharks, sea <laughs> sharks. Lone sharks, pool sharks. Pool sharks, yeah. Amy Shark, the Australian musician. Ooh, nice one. Yeah. I don't have any more sharks. <laughs> uh, shark Tale. 
Nice. Pretty dodgy film. Shark Tank, that TV show. Yeah. They're, oh, they're, they're, they seem hard to work with. They're very intimidating. Mm. They, they have so many really cringy uh, product placement bits where it's like, hey guys, I'm going to take a photo of myself on my T-Mobile uh, social media app. Like, oh, cool. What a great app. Yeah. Like playing it off as a natural conversation. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> In the break and stuff like that. I do like those shows, though. You love those shows. You always yeah. have ideas for me. Trash TV. You can't get past the, the cough tank, though. Yeah. No, it's good to have a, a, someone who filters through the, the muck. Yeah, yeah. What do yeah. you do? Is there one that you've, uh, that you like? A favorite idea of yours? Mm. Fake block, or whatever it's called. Yeah, where you fake all the data. Was this a secret real one we didn't say in the show? No, I think we've no, said so, this one. Yeah, it just it creates a bunch of fake data for you and mm-hmm. puts it out there. That, that was a great idea. You know, we found a milk swap. <laughs> milk swap is my number two. Yeah. There was, there was another swapping one as well, wasn't there? Was, there was the same app, but for eggs. Yeah, there? that was it. And you may have had a different name for it. Like We uh, may fuse the app. Exact, so, yeah. ma- exact match. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll fuse the apps uh, further down the line, I think. Um, makes the most sense someone raced an ostrich as well once and then yeah the midget relay against the camel am I did I have a fever dream or is there such a thing as people sitting on ostriches and racing them um you might be thinking about cartoons yeah probably cartoons you're probably thinking of wacky races was there an ostrich (laughs) I don't know maybe maybe one of the episodes you know what you might be thinking of you know in Pokemon uh, which any millennials will know about this episode of Pokemon probably uh, where they have the big Pokemon race and they mm. all have to ride their Pokemon in the race. And Ash is, is that on, in an episode? I haven't seen that it's one. It's in an episode. It's in yeah. the first season. Ash is on Ponytown. Yeah. And it evolves into Rapidash as they go. Okay. But someone's on a uh, Dodrio, which yeah. is basically an ostrich. Yeah, with three heads. That's probably what you were thinking of. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> it. I sometimes mix up Pokemon in real life. I'm just like... Throw stuff, throw like balls at shit. Yeah. Like, oh, no, it's didn't game. catch it. Yeah. You know, I tell you, Pokemon Go does not help with that. No. <laughs> it's very triggering, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a wife carrying run. Oh, yeah. Where's that, Finland? Yeah, yeah, it originated in Finland, and you've got to carry your wife over a 250 meter obstacle course. Mm-hmm. And in the photos I saw, the. the uh, most common strategy seems to be to kind of like your wife will be piggybacking you, but upside down. Mm-hmm. So her face is basically in like the husband's humid ass. <laughs> and I suppose it's only a 250 meter race. You wouldn't build up that much. Ass sweat. Maybe well, you are carrying a wife. Yeah. I t- it just seems really rigged towards people with light wives. Yeah, exactly. Or you're like, oh, is my, it, my yeah. wife has no arms and legs. The, uh, She's basically a nugget. There's a lot of bicker, <laughs> bickering among like the elite uh, wife carriers where it's like, oh, you just have a light wife. You're not actually a strong man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a big shade <laughs> yes. to throw. Yeah. Uh, what's the wife's role in it? Do they... They just... Uh, turn left. <laughs> I, think, I think it's just carrying the wife. They're quite passive in it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a good wife will hold still or something well yeah. yeah like grip tight I feel like you don't want to have a, a loosely hanging wife <laughs> well you don't want a loose wife no. momentum <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, is there obstacles other than the wives I think it I like when I, I think it's more like hills and mounds and like small mm. ravines they have to jump over and mother and laws are wandering on mm. you have to avoid <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the scathing mother-in-law at the sidelines. See that gourmet food marathon? 
<laughs> it's like I think it's more of a 5k actually yeah uh, but like no it is a marathon it's in France somewhere and all the stops just have like cheese and wine at them and stuff oh yeah I've seen <laughs> that and like there's 23 stops or something and there's oysters and shit <coughs> and some people just end up getting absolutely sloshed yeah <laughs> that'd be great fun mm. I'd do that one yeah did you hear the red triangle swim no so it's a 30 mile swim which is the same length as the English channel but it's from uh, the Farallon Islands and the Golden Gate Bridge. It's between those two points. Um, wow. But the difference between it and the English Channel is that this, has, this place yeah, has the highest incidence of great white sharks attacks on humans. Yikes. Um, Probably because of the race. Yeah. <laughs> and it has uh, 100 feet of waves, which you can get thrown off. And it's kind of like just being in a gigantic washing machine that you cannot control. You're like a sock in a washing oh, machine. Dear. In there. Only five people have completed it. Um, lots of them had to cut the race short because a shark noticed them and they had to get picked up. Um, <laughs> but the sharks isn't even the most dangerous part. The most dangerous part is that the water temperature is like eight degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. And there was one guy who fell unconscious. I think he'd like been under too long and they rescued him. And they pronounced him dead because that's how cold his body was. Oh, shit. But then he woke up like... They gave him a rub and... Gave him a rub. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but these, there's some of these races that are just like, oh, let's put a race in the worst place to have a race. Yeah, I think you that's know? the whole point. Because the guy as well... But he... it's just so easy. Yeah. Just, I could do one. You could easily do let's that. Let's have a race over the North Korean border. My marathon uh, is on that no man's land between North and South Korea where they have snipers push stations. Whoever gets peppered first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the guy who invented that race says that it doesn't count if you do it with goggles or a swim cap or any kind of like wetsuit or something like that. Technicalities. Mm. That's where speedos. Just speedos and uh, you have to have Vaseline <laughs> yourself up so much. You have to have streaky bacon tucked into your shorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The hardcore mode. I wonder if the sea lions get involved. They hang around there as well, don't they? Yeah, I feel like sharks and sea lions often strange bedfellows. <laughs> <laughs> well, when they when they get a chance to team up with the humans, mm. you know. That's true. Um, here, I'll tell you about my favourite race I found, right? Yeah. Uh, this is called the Mongol Rally. Okay. Right. This is this mad race. It starts in Prague and ends in Russia. So you're going over, over like the Eurasian steppe. Mm. And the rule is you have to buy a really shitty car. Okay. Maximum like leader engine. Or right. 1.2 in special circumstances. Yeah. And like you have to have the shittest car possible. And they're like, because it's more fun that way. How do they judge? Uh, is it like... When you apply, you like tell them which car you have. Okay. And like, if you go over one point two, they'll let you through. Sometimes they do like mm. a case by case. But does it have to be like really old as well, or is it? Could There's it just a, be a they inc- shitty engine. Could be a shitty engine. They encourage you to do a stupid one. Yeah. Okay. Like they give points for if it, if it's over one point two or whatever, but it's really stupid. It's like a big hot dog or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah all right. Because yeah. <laughs> like, I think it, it's less about the racing actually. This one, mm. it's more about getting into mad adventures. To like, if your car is more likely to break down, you'll get into more adventures. And it'll be, yeah. be good crack. Yeah. There's like stops How? along the race where you go drinking and stuff. Okay, so it's not total like wasteland kind of or just <laughs> barren. They mention the desert a lot in the website. Okay. <laughs> the Turkmenistan desert. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like yeah. that um, and there's a few other rules uh, yeah you can't have like a support team right yeah you're on your own okay whoever the teammates are and you have from the July 21st to September 16th to do it okay um, how many miles is it um, 
it doesn't, I don't know, but it's all across Europe, basically. Yeah. Okay. Like the whole continent of Europe. Okay. More or less. Right. You know, from prior, like Western Europe all the way to the other end of Eastern Europe. Nice. Um, but it seems like so much fun. It reminds me of those Gumball 3000 rallies they have. Is that, is that where you have to get, like, do a bunch of challenges? I think so, yeah. I think we did one of them with the lads back in the day. When people started getting cars and you drive around shouting at girls and stuff. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Did you ever do it was that? an actual race. Uh, we shouted bus wanker at people. Like that. <laughs> that was good fun. Oh, I didn't do it. Oh. <laughs> no, oh, I did. That's all right. No, thanks, man. I um, forgive you. Thanks. <laughs> um, but we should do that uh, Mongol rally. Yeah. I know neither of us can drive. Uh, I basically could drive. I just don't have a license. As long as they don't, as long as you don't get checked. Yeah, probably. I feel like won't. if you're driving a car, we're just crossing several people international seen, borders. Exactly. <laughs> um, have you heard of the Green River Narrows? Uh, no. It's a place in North Carolina, and there's a race on it, and it's just these really narrow, rocky, whitewater, um, uh, like rafting, rafting. Is it a river? Yeah, river. And it's class five, whatever that means, but it's I think that's the highest class of white water that there is. Yeah. There's no emergency crew or any formal organization. Because that's uh, for wimps. Affiliated with it, yeah. <laughs> but to participate in the race, you have to sign a, a very restrictive waiver because there's like a very high chance of getting a severe injury. Yeah. Um, but basically, like the what happens is they'll just lose control, flip over. Mm-hmm. And their head will just get like drag ragdolled around like the rocky riverbed, and so you have to like really focus on staying upright the whole time because mm-hmm. otherwise your helmet will just be yeah like a tomato soup. That's like yeah, I've been whitewater often before. Mm. They really stress that. Yeah, don't get your head under there. Yeah, because you're not like down. also you're not breathing, mm. <laughs> and it's just so difficult like disorienting. There's that I've talked about it before. I think that documentary I watched about the guy who wanted to kayak the Niagara Falls. Oh, yeah. Go over in a barrel sort of thing. Uh, no, in a kayak. Loser. But that was the... Yeah. Barrel's the only cool idea. Yeah. <laughs> and he build, like he builds it up. He does so many of these really intense other ones. And then on the day, he's like, nah, I'm not going to do it. Nah, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was made like five years ago, and he never did it. What since. a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> he shouldn't have even said he was going to do it in the first place. Yeah, because it attracted a lot of uh, attention to it. Yeah, and that's why he wasn't allowed to do it because the police were always on standby. Oh yeah, maybe. Do you hear about you know the round the world in eighty days? Yeah, classic novel. Mm. Uh, how long do you think it could take you? Um, what resources do I have? Um, well, you start in London, right? That's yeah. the bet, and you have to get around the world. So just what you have now. Um, and I have to get around in eighty days. Yeah, I'll give you access to a blimp. A blimp. You might um, find that a suboptimal way to travel. <laughs> I would sell the blimp, right, and then do basically hitchhiking. Mm-hmm. And then if if I was really stuck, sell a bit of the blimp. Oh, use a bit of the blimp funds. Yeah. To kind of rent a car. <laughs> Dip or, into your blimp fund. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't get. A I assume the blimp fund would be pretty big. I'm th- like they're pr- they're expensive. Might take you a while <laughs> to find a buyer. 
That's true. <laughs> Pretty Pretty many days, yeah. There's a lot of papers for to sign. For your historical Zeppelin. CEX would take it. I think, I think you're clever now. That the blimp would end up being nothing but trouble. Yeah. The blimp was there oh, as yeah. a distraction. Exactly. A distraction. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wouldn't know how to operate it whatsoever. Yeah. It'd be full of dangerous yeah. helium gas. <laughs> I'd say, yeah, you're right. It would be very hard to get all the paperwork done in 80 days. But yeah. I could take a huge discount on the price. Like, a th- like give 60% off. Yeah. Then use what that gives me to just fly around the world in an airplane. Yeah. You do it in, do it in less than a week. Like, maybe a week. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Easy do it in a week. But that's not very romantic, is no, it? No. There's not a lot of capers. I yeah. mean, if you're going to write a book about it, you would have to take it. <laughs> yeah. <that. laughs> like a 10-page book. <laughs> but back when that, round when that book came out, there was a plucky young reporter called Nellie Bly who mm. actually did it. Right. And she was like, I say a woman can beat the record in that book. Yeah. And the newspaper was like, oh, you can't send a woman. <laughs> Only a man can do that. And yeah. she's like, well, you can read about me doing it in the other paper. Oh. You know, she was a real headstrong gal. Nice, nice. And I think, yeah, she went out and did it. Really? And she was like, I'm bucking the trends of women traveling with loads of shit. Nice, nice. That's was sense That's powerful. Yeah, yeah. Like There's that. a book out about it. I don't know how it ends. Yeah. <laughs> but I like her style. I assume she she does it. Zeppelin or no. Mm. Um I was thinking about I used to think tidbits was titbits. <laughs> this is uh, but, but then it got me thinking, why is it tid what's a tid? Is it is a tid any way related to a tad? Maybe, yeah. Some of these things end up having actual measurements. Like a jiffy is like an actual measurement. <laughs> yeah. It's like a a really really quick second whenever some, when some, when you hear the word a few how many do you think two to three really it depends what it is I, I think three exactly two is a couple yeah that's true but a few two is a couple or more for me I know it's supposed to just be two but I mean yeah a few right right <laughs> fair enough yeah. we all think differently don't we I suppose yeah um I had a gripe which was probably Two weeks too late. Alright, well, let's have it. Better late than never. Um, there's a barman, so I was out for work drinks on Thursday last week. Mm-hmm. And the barman there, um, he's like, Hey man, how can I help you? I was like, Hello. Oh, uh, I'll get a Guinness, please. He's like, Sorry, bar's closed. <laughs> <laughs> he could have just been like, Hey man, bar's closed. <laughs> was there anything you think you could have asked for that he would have given you? I don't know, maybe water. Like, you're like, I'll have that. Bar is closed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he sets you up. Yeah. That is annoying. Because uh, I can't tell if he's like being sarcastic. Because that's such a like, he's like, hey man, how can I help you? He's like waiting for you to realise that the bar is obviously yeah, closed yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. That is kind of annoying. It might be right. But to be fair, I feel like I'd do that if I was a, a barman. Well, while we're, while we're doing a bit of housekeeping, I have some... Um, have a segment we haven't done in a while. Yeah. Snack chat. Yay. Right, a bit of snack chat. Is it the cinnamon icebreakers? Um, no. But I'm going to do a little bit of breaking news. There's new items in Subway. Did you see, there's new flavours of bread. There's, 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 a, there's a paprika bread. Ooh. And there's a, some sort of poppy seed type of thing. Okay, I was hoping for another cheesy one. There's cheesy garlic bread. That you can get as a... That's like one. an extra though. Okay. Yeah. Still. Anyway. Well done, Subway. Yeah. Uh, Jared, if you're listening, <laughs> they're doing well without you. They're really uh, digging themselves out of that hole. Yeah. See, that's like the best thing that could have happened to us as consumers. 
for yeah. Subway to hire accidentally hire a paedophile after really had the to brands yeah but they've had to be knocking it out of the park mm. since then I wonder if the share price goes up when there's a paedophile in the company because they're like well they're really going to have to pull the socks up now <laughs> yeah 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 let's watch the cash roll in oh, then what if like companies start trying to get paedophiles yeah it, it swings back <laughs> Kevin Spacey gets hired for every role <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein's investing company going <laughs> through the roof yeah. <laughs> he's going to flip the narrative from prison Hmm, why does Snapchat always turn into pedo chat? <laughs> there we go off, off topic of whatever the episode is. It always comes back to pedos. Mm. People have started noticing that we talk about pedos yeah, we should quite a bit. Avoid that. That's nah, good fun though, isn't it? Mm. Um, if we have anyone listening, by the way, who has a surname that begins with the letter E, and you happen to have some mysteries, some mysterious stories, then please send them in because I was thinking of a segment called Mysteries Mysteries. Yeah. And we will need a copy of your passport to mm-hmm. verify your name. Does yeah. with an E. Just tweet it. What is Ericsson? An Ericsson would be good to get. Yeah. Mystery. There we go. So any Ericsons? Uh, us send us some of your mysteries. Um, all right. Here's some race ideas I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. This one's called the the big hole in the ground race. Mm. Um, you sign up and you have to sign over a like get a life insurance policy and make me the beneficiary. And then you have to race everyone else to the bottom of this big hole in the ground. Okay, is it like, what kind of hole are we talking Like a massive crater? Um, a massive hole goes straight down. It's a big mm. wide cylinder, slippy mm. walls. Okay. Don't even know where it goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just getting them to find out. It's a bottomless hole. <laughs> Maybe there's spikes at the bottom. <laughs> anyway, I'm collecting all that life insurance. <laughs> yeah, nice. I feel like people would definitely sign up for that. I might have you as a patsy there. Not as a patsy, as it like a like con- conspirator and you're like the only you're like the a previous winner yeah yeah you're like, that's right guys made it all the way to the bottom yeah but I haven't have I <laughs> no yeah maybe we lowered you down in a bucket or something at one point <laughs> so you just go boop and touch it <laughs> um here's another idea I had it's in the man versus animal category yeah so a lot of those horse races and the zebra and stuff a lot of them involved a bit of a staggered start mm. to balance it out like the human would get like a 15 second head start against the horse yeah yeah so I was thinking, why don't we do give an animal a head start and race a slow animal? Yeah. So it's a snail. Ooh. Right? Okay. Um, actually, I kind of want to workshop with this year. Yeah, you. yeah. So maybe, okay, say it's an 800 meter race from the human. Mm-hmm. How close to the finish line do we put the snail? Yeah, if, if you want it to be a close race. <laughs> I think I looked up their speed. Um, and humans, on average, are like around 47 kilometers an hour or something like that. Okay. And a snail does like... 0.047 or 45 or something like that. Miles an hour. So they're almost like... Whatever that is in metres. Yeah. Um, um, well, it'd be kilometres per hour, so... It'd be like zero 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 four seven then, right? Yeah, I'd say, like... If you put the snail... In an 800 metre race, mm-hmm. put the snail a metre away from the finish line. From the line. finish line, yeah. Yeah. And then leave a bit of lettuce or something there yeah. for a trail of lettuce. That would be a great race. And you'd be like, the there'd fucking be, There'd snail. be two cameras, yeah. There'd be the one on the snail <laughs> and then the, the guy. You could have the high speed one on the guy and you have the low speed one on the snail. Mm. <laughs> the lowest speed camera you have. <laughs> yeah. What other ones, what other animals could you put in that race? Here's what a garden snail can do, yeah. 0.047. Other animals in, maybe a tortoise. A tortoise would be, yeah, the classic. There might be a cheetah. 
Cheetah. <laughs> you have to do you get 800. Like a, oh, you actually, you'd probably beat the cheetah along this time. How much of a head start would you need? Snails move at one millimeter per second. Yeah, good so old snailies. They need 10 seconds to go. They need 100 seconds to go. 1,000 seconds to go in a meter. Mm-hmm. 800,000 seconds. I don't know how many that is in. But look, I think we'll just. I know, I'm not. I hate oh, dividing yeah. time in seconds. Yeah, I time think we is, should just get a snail. Time freaks me out. Get down to the park and um, race them a bit till we mm-hmm. figure out what a good time is. Yeah. I actually have a few snails. You like pets? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, just no, you don't. <laughs> I absolutely pranked you, bro. I used to accidentally step on snails in my backyard. Accidentally? Well, I used to do it on purpose when I was a kid, but I felt kind of guilty now. I hear like a crunch. The crunch Ugh. is what gets you. Bloody snail. It feels human when it when it crunches. It has bones. I stepped on one of my sock ones. That was nice. Oh, that, was, that wasn't definitely. good. <laughs> on scale, pleasant experience to mm. unpleasant experience, the more on the unpleasant uh, yeah, side of things. That's surprising. Oh yeah, some people eat them. Yeah, but not after they've been smushed on by their socky feet. They probably have to have the lettuce in front of the snail in the race, and also a French chef behind him. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. snails are very, they need really a push yeah. in the right direction. And I wonder what snails do they have big brains relative to their heads? Do they have? I wonder what the smartest bug is. Smartest bug. Hmm. Mm. Maybe like a praying mantis. Yeah, they seem because they're smart better. enough to eat their husbands after their, <laughs> yeah. uh, their mates after their yeah. so. geniuses. Oh, uh, maybe one of those spiders who like makes traps. Yeah, the uh, they burrow down. What are they? Trapdoor spiders. Trapdoor spiders. Yeah, mm. or dung beetle. Mm, they know. What's I don't up. know. They're rolling poo around all day. You don't see many geniuses doing that's that. That's tool used to. Yeah. Do you know who do you think the world's smartest fish is? Um. Like a tuna, a big fat tuna. I don't think there's 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 that fish that knows how to use tools. There's the octopus that predicted a lot of World Cup matches. Oh yeah, yeah. And then mysteriously died. <laughs> the <laughs> Russian took him out. <laughs> Novichok poison in his yeah. tank. <laughs> Do you hear about that octopus who used to get out of his tank and then go into another tank and eat the fish there and then sneak back into the tank? <laughs> Genius. He was in a pet shop and he looked around and was like, "Where the fuck are all my fish going?" Yeah. Thank they, God, I still have the octopus. They, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, it's growing a lot recently. Yeah. Like They can fit through tiny little holes, though. Yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. And they can survive above water for a good bit. Mm. They have to really race to the tank, though, eh? <laughs> they absolutely would. Well, I think that about wraps up our musings on wacky racers. Yep. Um, thank you for listening. <laughs>